navigating change in marriage is really hard. Many times that's when couples, they do the simple everyday things so well. But then it's these moments, these big moments where sometimes it could be a defining moment in their marital bond. And so how we really navigate change can, it could be, you know, we think about it making things hard, but also I think it could be a time to help couples and families begin to come closer. And so today we're excited to talk with some friends of ours about changes that they've navigated and how they maintain their marital bond through those different changes. Welcome to the More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in, in a, a more, more excellent, excellent way. So today we are honored to have with us our friends, Dr. Jordan Harris and his wife, Laura Harris, on the show today. Thank y'all for being Yay. here. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us. <laughs> so I want to tell you just a little bit, just to set the context for our talk today. Dr. Harris, he works as a counselor at the Joshua Center. He also is a podcaster. He hosts the Informed Simplicity Project podcast. Mm-hmm. Really encourage you to check that out. And he also is a LPC, LMFT, and he does different trainings on hypnosis therapy. Yeah. Hypnosis and expertise in psychotherapy. There we go. There we go. Thank you, Dr. Harris. Laura is a stay-at-home mom, but she is dually licensed as an LPC and LMFT herself. And now she's in a different stage of kind of like her family life and career. So we're excited to have you here. And you know, and their son is in studio with us today. So if you hear a little bit of noise, we just want you to know they are a real family. We didn't make them up, you know, that kind of thing. So we're definitely glad to have you all here. Y'all have been married for six years. You have a one-year-old son, and in that six years, you've had three moves. Yeah. You've done, you got married right after grad school. You've accomplished a PhD, mm-hmm. and here you are in the midst of a career change and just different family life changes. Mm-hmm. And so today, we just kind of want to hear from you, kind of like, what was it like for the two of you to communicate through those different changes, to like even say, like, to talk about, like, hey, I want to do this, or we want to do that. What do those conversations look like for the two of you? And how did you navigate through those different changes in your marriage? Mm. That's such a broad question. It's it a broad is. Landon, can I first say this chunk. actually? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know whether, I don't know if this is important or not, but it's important to me to say that my wife also, before we moved up here, she was running her own program, multisystemic oh. therapy, which is like one of the most evidence-based models, everything, everything, everything. Thanks, love. Yeah, it's important to acknowledge, I think, the good things that you've done. Right. Thank you. That's really sweet. And I know I still have that broad question out there, but I think that's an important point you just brought up. You both have so many passions. You love your family, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. But you both also have these careers that you are committed to and growing in and doing well. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the part like nailing that. Like, and I love to see how you as a husband spoke about that. Like you value her in each one of those roles. Yes. Wow. Value. What's that like for you as a wife? Maybe this gets more specific. What's that like for you as a wife, seeing how much that he values like you as a wife, mom, but also in your professional career? Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. I think like, so what Jordan just did is a huge piece of why I'm able to support him. Right. Mm. Because I feel like when I feel supported and encouraged and held up by him, I have something to give back. And then Mm -hmm. he has something to give back. And it's this beautiful cycle I feel like we get into. Mm -hmm. And we're not perfect. And we have other cycles. Right. (laughs) Not as beautiful. Um, 
But I do think that that's something that we really value in our marriage and are very intentional about is appreciation and gratitude. I feel like those are two really important things for our family. Yeah. Yeah. I heard a, I heard a friend of ours once he was talking about him and his wife and, and he was like, so I did the dishes and like, she didn't say thank you, but it's not a big deal. And I was like, no, I think it is a big deal. And he's like, well, you shouldn't be thanked for things that are your duty as a husband or as a person who's a part of a house. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. And I, I agree with that on some level, right? Like we all need to do things in the house because mm-hmm. you have a house. But also I think that like, we all really do need to be encouraging each other whenever we see people doing good things. Mm-hmm. I like that. Like that is very important. Hmm. I like that. I don't remember what your broad question was, but I feel like that's, I feel like that's a huge foundational thing for us. I don't remember when we started practicing that intentionally, but I feel like we've had a lot of good practice of that. Yeah. She's really good at it. That sense of, she's really um, good at it. right. That sense of validating and valuing, mm-hmm. you're saying valuing one another, showing this expressed sense of, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, th- yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. People don't get, en- people don't get enough of that. You need, I mean, I think it needs to be genuine. Mm. True. Yeah. But I also think that you need to be intentional about doing that. Right. I think it's right. Important. Just like you're saying, you're using the word intentional, like this is going to be a part of our fiber, our framework, and we're going to be that intentional to put it out because you can go in a skewed other direction where it's just like, well, you did the job, you know, it's where we ate. Yeah, yeah. The dishes need to be clean. And so you move on. Like, I don't know, you can f- easily sh- shift into the space of even resentment. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, for my own self, um, being, <laughs> being a domestic engineer, stay at home, <laughs> stay at home mom, all the above with that portion, there's a season where it's like supporting and encouraging and valuing and pushing like, yes, yay for you, my husband, you know, but there are times where, I had to really create the balance where I didn't shift in the sense of I'm the one having to like wash the dish or change a pamper, whatever it is. And having to have to come back out and just saying thanks and, you know, showing that support. So I really like that y'all are saying, Hey, let's be intentional about this. The way we can go on supporting you, honey, go out there and do your podcast thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's because I am supporting you. I'm saying, go for it. I'm showing my level of appreciation. And like Dr. Harris, I love the way you're like, let me add this one thing. My (laughs) wife may not brag on herself. She may not say anything, but let me go ahead and um, show honor to the work that you have worked. Yeah. I mean, it adds weight to the moves that they've made, really. It's not like she just, to even do this part where she is now in life, it means she walked away from something, a program that she built Mm -hmm. and that she ran. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the answer y'all just gave does tie back into the question, the big question, because it was, you know, what helped you be able to do this? And you nailed it. It is this intentionality to appreciate and show gratitude for one another. That's so big. And when you thought about that, it made me think about attachment, you know, theory a little bit because you two are like this safe and secure other for one another. It gives you this freedom and ability to go out and explore and take risk and try and say, you know, not only am I just working to get a paycheck, but I'm really trying to do something that gives meaning to me and ties me to society. But this bond that you two have together, it kind of like, for me, it feels like a you get all this encouragement from one another. And like you said, you feed into each other, mm-hmm. which probably then plays into the roles that you play outside of the home as well too. And just being able to help free you up and give you 
a place of kind of confidence and yeah. connection and care. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think another piece of what we've said, and I don't feel like if we've practiced, well, we do practice this intentionally. We don't say this all the time, but one thing we said when we first got married and maybe I just said it to you, I don't know, but the idea of resentment is really just scary and like damaging to relationships. Mm. And so at one point when we first got married, I told Jordan, I'm like, if I'm ever resenting you, I'm going to do that to your face. (laughs) I'm going to tell you, Hey, I'm feeling really resentful right now about ABC. And so I think even that intentional decision of, Hey, I'm mad at you. I'm not going to say things are fine if they're not Mm. (laughs) has helped us navigate big decisions where it's like, well, what do you think about this? Wow. Neither of us usually, I think we're pretty good at it. We're not perfect, but usually neither of us are like, oh, it's fine if it's not. And we, no, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Wow. Wow. So I like with the putting those two pieces together about how you've been able to navigate it is we want to be intentional with the positive and building each other up and kind of speaking to the things we appreciate and the gratitude we have for one another. But then I think that makes it holistic in that we also can be intentional about talking about the kind of like those raw spots or the places where we might miss each other or the frustrations we have. Mm-hmm. And then that's what helps you be able to navigate it. Cause I think that's where it can become a block for some couples in these places, right? You maybe don't do one or the other and it gets out of balance yeah. where all you do is the, the part where that may be, I don't know, negative or conflict. Mm-hmm. And so therefore you could feel like my partner doesn't believe in me. They don't support me. They're not with me. But then you could also do the part where you do all this, like, you know, want to just be positive and avoid conflict or avoid any problem. But then you're right. That could lead to resentment and hurt. Mm -hmm. And you see that sometimes for couples where 10 years later, we'll remember that time back in 1990. (laughs) And it's like, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. You didn't tell me. Like moving forward with unresolved things because Mm -hmm. you didn't show up and say what you wanted or even saying, how can we, you know, dig a little bit deeper and explore how, how does this match and meet both Mm -hmm. of our needs? I love the place. Like even like y'all aren't here with them, but even just watching you non-verbally, you both welcome that from each other. It looked like, like I want both sides. Like Mm -hmm. I want you to tell me if something's bothering you. Now, maybe it doesn't go perfect in the moment, but what does perfect really mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that you two say, no, I need that. We do. We need to do mm-hmm. that. That needs to be a part of who we are mm-hmm. and that you welcome both sides. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I think I'm beautiful. Thank you, <laughs> Dr. Harris, you are beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Bro love going Dr. on. Dr. Harris um, and Dr. Hawkins. <laughs> yeah. but I like uh, that part. Uh, I want to say another line that Laura, you said though, resentment is damaging to relationships. Mm-hmm navigating these places, the unspoken things can be the thing that really sinks you more than the actual change or transition itself. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the unspoken resentment that could really sink a relationship. Get that sink a relationship. Mm-hmm. All right. Bad dad joke. Nice. Anyway. <laughs> Bless it. Jesus. <laughs> oh man. Sink the relationship. Yeah, that's it. But, yeah. Guys, I don't know if we mentioned it. How long have you been married? Oops. I said six, six years, years at the beginning. Six okay. Years. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I black out. Something. Black out something. I don't know. Was there a special reason you wanted to go there? Was there something else you were oh, going to no, bring Oh, no. When you were talking about the um, resentment in in marriage and the time it took, it typically takes for that to kind of come out or I don't know. I was just kind of thinking my brain went to, oh, when did I get good at or practicing more, being more intentional mm-hmm. within our own unit? Um, of 
not holding on to resentment, just, you know, just going ahead and throwing it all out yeah. there. Cause at different times you think, well, I'll just, eh, um, make it okay. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. This, I'm, I'm okay. okay. I'm being really right. sensitive right now. <laughs> right. And you push that away and just kind of think, and then it'll be years later, you look back and like, wait a minute, I was not okay. And that was not all right. And I did mm-hmm. need this and mm-hmm. I did need that. And so I think, I think about wives, you know, it's the sense of, you know, how can you bring this up and just going ahead and not wait the six, 10, 15, 20 years to really say what you need and yeah. what's going on. And it's not being selfish, but it's just saying, Hey, whether or not you can, can meet the need whether or not our family together can meet the need at least it's out here at least it's being said and we can work together versus it's just being hidden inside my own self mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah just countering that, that sense of resentment or that sense of bitterness that can come up sometimes I like that when you were saying that what got me that hit me as a line it's not so much the transition itself. You know, we could focus on like y'all had your first child. We could focus on the moves. We can focus on grad school. Those are events, mm-hmm. but that's not really the focus. It's like being able to connect and communicate is the, is really what makes these moments be able to happen. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. So it's not just focusing on the actual event itself, but it's like, hey, how are we doing mm-hmm. in connecting with each other? Are we able to kind of go into ourselves and know what we're feeling and what we're really wanting and needing. And do we feel safe and secure enough to be able to reach out and let our partner know what that is, that what that, how we might be feeling or thinking or needing in that spot. And then can the other person, even though they might be the person like we've been in before, it's like they might be wanting this big move. They might be wanting this different change, but can they be secure enough to make space for when that person shares it to actually hear it and take it in heart And then they both be able to kind of go back and forth sharing different needs and concerns and begin to integrate the two perspectives together to where it's like, it's not just a me or you, it's an us thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So like Laura, you've been home for a few months, babies, is he a year? Yeah. A year. So we moved up here a year ago. So I've been staying home full time for For a year. year. Mm -hmm. I cannot begin to imagine like the change, the change (laughs) that, that, you know, brought on for yeah. you, you know, you're at home now. You don't have any adults to talk to mm-hmm. at home and hubby's gone. Yeah. You know, can you give us a little bit of insight on what that transition is yeah. has been like for you? So I'm still learning how to do it. Well, <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, I think it's a transition that I deeply desired. I really wanted to be home when we started having kids and be right. able to have them be my full time. And so being home with James has been a huge blessing. Right. James is our kid. James is our kid. (laughs) James is also interviewing us. They're two different people. Yeah. So being home with my baby Baby has been awesome. Um, And it's also been like, it's taken me longer to get used to it than I thought it would. I thought it would be like, oh, this is awesome. Automatic. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So just the transition has been a longer experience than I thought. Right. Um, I've realized... Yeah, I've realized um, the importance of just having an expectation of the day. That's been a huge narrative for us, for me and Jordan, since we've moved up here is like, help me know what tomorrow looks like for you so that I can know if I'm, you know, if I have you for five hours today or for happy for one hour today, you know, like, okay. um, So that's a huge, that's been a huge thing that we've had to work 
workout, it was a process figuring out that I needed that because right. I would ha- assume, oh, this is what Friday looks like. And uh-huh. he would assume this is what Friday looks like. Right. And right. then he'd say, oh, well, I'm going to do this and this. And I'm like, oh, I thought you were going to be home, you yes. know, and just have this sinking feeling. Oh, right, um, right, right. And so just that's been a huge part for us of navigating. Okay. How do I do the day to day? Well, mm-hmm. is I mean, honestly, it sounds really cliche, but just communicating about this is my expectation. This is what I think is going to happen. This is what you know, like I like. These are what my plans are for the day, or what I'd right. like to get done. Right. And right. um, and then Jordan saying, "Well, I need to get these three things done. Let's right. coordinate." Kind of thing. Yes, let's coordinate. Or how can you be involved into this space in this time? Yeah, absolutely. So, <sighs> and it's you know, it sounds really simple and that's happened with a lot of tears and a lot of like, yeah. <laughs> what do I need? Why do I need this? And yeah. It's, like, it's okay to need right. your spouse. It's okay to need support. It's okay Girl. to need yes, an and adult amen. interaction. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. wow. and it's okay. And not to feel like you're needy. Yeah. Right. Or like, too much or, or exactly. I'm just overwhelming you, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. So earlier we kind of talking about like you've been home for a, a year, year. Mm-hmm. Would you kind of consider shifting that any, maybe has it come back up like that feeling of, um, here's it, it's a different sense of an accomplishment being at home and a whole nother different sense of an accomplishment. Um, when you're in a work environment, yep. somebody's like, at a girl, you're doing great. Right. Nobody's sending, I was talking Nobody's to a friend yesterday. That. Nobody's sending no memo on how you do and changing baby James's diapers. Right. And so, I do a good job usually. Too. Right. Exactly. And no one else sees no and say, sees. you go girl, you know, especially if Uppy's at, at home, I'm excuse yeah, me, at work, at work. Right. So how do you feel? Would you go back enter into the workforce or part-time or anything like that at this space? Um, I am interested. Mm -hmm. I think that, I think that being at home full-time has been so rewarding Mm. and so hard Mm -hmm. and so tiring and so all the things, but like, it's what I want. And so I am, I would love a professional outlet. Um, and I also want my family and my kid to be, to remain my priority right. and my focus. And so, okay. So yeah, so I'm pursuing a couple different ideas about things. And so one of the things that I'm pursuing is hosting some created for connection Ooh. classes mm-hmm. in the area. And so I'm hoping to start doing mm-hmm. that in the spring. Yeah. And I'm really excited about that. I'm super passionate about marriage. I feel like I have a really good one. I've been blessed mm. in that. And I've Come also worked now. hard at that, <laughs> but I'm very passionate about helping others experience that and and dip into that and to the good that marriage can be. And so I'm excited about pursuing that. I'm also excited that that doesn't mean I'm going back to work full time because as much as the memos are, you know, super Super awesome awesome. and (laughs) encouraging and you're like, yeah, checked Uh off all these boxes. Like, Uh Uh I mean, James, my baby, James was, uh, trying to like, you know, learn how to whistle yesterday. Oh, <laughs> so precious. I didn't have to miss that. And so you that's a whisper for us. Whistle for whistle? us later. We'll whistle later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so those yeah. are moments. And I think yeah. that also kind of goes back to the culture of gratitude that we've tried to cultivate as well of like, mm. I am grateful for the small moments. Yes. And I definitely have days where I'm like, Oh, oh gosh, no. Like, <laughs> yes, we're done. We're yes. just done. But <laughs> throw in the towel. Yeah. Never mind. But Never then, mind. you know, my husband's incredibly supportive and encouraging mm-hmm. on the 
good days and the bad of, mm. you know, he does, he does give me the memos when I'm, I get home and he's like, yeah, he's like, so what'd you guys do? And I'm like, well, we went to the park. He's like, that's amazing. I love how intentional you are with him. You know, just, it's so sweet. What was that again? Say <laughs> that again. I'm, t- I'm getting some pointers here from <laughs> Dr. Harris. Take man. notes, take <laughs> notes, babe. <laughs> so he's, he's pretty amazing. Oh, I love you. There's so many things y'all said. And I love that you're asking her kind of like about what that's like for her coming from in her professional career to now being at home, what that's like. And there's one part I want to make sure I say it again when she said it's okay to need. Yeah, it is okay to need. It's okay to feel and it's okay to be able to say it. Mm -hmm. Can I go into like the husband part a little bit now? I feel like Mm -hmm. we need to open up Okay, because I wonder like like for Jordan. So you're working now outside the home in a career that has, you know, different hours and things like that. What's that like for you when she does say what she feels and what she needs? I don't know if ever sometimes that meets you at a place where maybe you've already felt spent. And maybe it's hard for you to transition in. You want to transition back into like quiet shutdown time. But then your wife kind of brings out a need or a feeling at that place. I just want to know what that space is like for you. Yeah. um, You know, I think it's a mixed bag, right? Like I, I definitely remember a shift a few months ago where I realized that it really wasn't all my fault. Mm. Sometimes she'd be like, I just want to talk to somebody. It's been a long day. And I'm like, yeah. I feel like I'm failing as a husband. Why am I oh not? You know? And then I was like, wait, she's just talking about her pain. Yeah. Ooh. And there's a difference between trying to share your pain and being blamed for something. Yeah. Oh. So for me, that was a big thing. And then also, honestly, as a man, I have, have, I had a lot of anxiety about like making sure that we're okay. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like, okay. Like financially. Right. Okay. Yes. You know, like yes. I want us to not worry about where food's coming. <laughs> Amen to that. And so some of that was my own fear, honestly, coming mm-hmm. up with like, if I'm not out there working, we might not we eat. We might not eat. Which is, you ain't need to eat. I mean, we were not that close to the edge. But <laughs> right. That was a but fear still that like, feeling. Yeah. That anxiety. Like I've got to, I've got to. Produce more. Especially and, in our mm-hmm. job where I feel like it's so referral based. It's not oh, consistent. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, feast or famine. Feast it can be famine, like exactly. you know, if somebody decide not to uh, come in. Yeah. You know, or if it's time. I can't keep you. You're doing better, so I do need to, you know, right. um, resign you or whatever right. you guys call that. Terminate. But terminate <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, but then the thought is, this is also my career. Right. Is my family okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I had to kind of be honest with myself and dig into my own soul a little bit and get clear on that um, so that I could listen to her and be there for her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's great. And so when I said, hey, this is what's really going on for me, she was like, that makes sense. Yeah. And I want us to be okay as well. And mm-hmm. then that was, you know, my anxiety just began to drop then. Yeah. And I still have some of that, um, but I don't feel like it's nearly as bad as it was. Wow. Wow. Um, I just keep like, I'm just grabbing nuggets here myself, you know, so sometimes you just need to interview good people so you can get free counseling. Amen to that. <laughs> You're welcome. You'll get our bill later. Oh man. You're right. I just kind of love, I, I'm, I wanted to say, say that again. You know, you said something about it's okay that she has her pain and I don't have but, to be blamed for no, that. There's a difference between sharing your pain and being blamed. That's it. You I like smart. that. And I like the part because there was one line you said before it. 
And that's the quick moment where couples like now we were talking about your big family transitions, but that's where I think many families with like how you do one person works out one where it's in the home, making that transition back in together. Yeah. Because you had a quick moment. You said I like, even when she would start talking to you about what she felt, you had to catch like, it's not my fault. Yeah. Because automatically that kind of like that inner voice and you kind of go going, like when she's talking about what's going on in her life, you could quickly go into as a husband, you know, it's like, oh no, it's my fault because she's in this place. Mm-hmm. And then like, she's blaming you and kind of like, cause I've been there before. It's like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, you're, I received that message as you're telling me what I'm doing is not enough. I've been out busting my butt and it's still not enough. Right. When all in all actuality, she just needed me to lower my defenses and attune to her world. So I loved hearing that. And I, I hope, loved I really hope too. the husbands out there catch that. Like, right. Because you can get into this like conquer provide mode, which is a good, can be a good part it's, of which it. Which is yeah. hugely and necessary. A, yeah. I'm so grateful for Jordan going mm. out and working hard every, yes. every day, every week, you know, like it makes it possible for me to continue doing what you yeah, love and to desire to do. To yeah. Baby and so. yeah. But then I loved how, once again, him making that emotional space, for you, but then even Jordan closed that up towards the end, him being vulnerable and making space to then share with Laura about what was going on with him. That last line you said, Jordan, for me, like in my profession and as a friend, for many guys to go to that place to finally be able to turn to their wives and say, hey, I'm struggling. I'm Mm. struggling and I'm scared about provision. I'm scared about what I'm doing is enough. What was that like for you as a husband? I don't know. I want to ask both of y'all. What was it? What was it like for you to say it to her? And Laura, what was it like for you to hear your husband just share that very vulnerable statement? I, oh yeah, my son, my son is distracting me. Um, I, it's weird. Like I really never have a doubt cognitively of how she's going to respond. Whoa. I I will have like an an emotional doubt Mm. at times. And I will just share first. I did this today. I'll share my doubt first and she always responds well and then I can share whatever is going on. Mm. So like, but that's something that I had to learn. I mean, it's taken okay. me 28, 29 years to learn that. That was not something that like I did automatically. I had to learn how to do that. I think, she, I think she's better at that than I am. It that's, came, came by for her. It came by more naturally in a sense. Yeah. That's I want to load that question for you that are listening. That's a good question for you to ask yourself right now as you hear this. Does my partner ever have to wonder about how I will respond to them when they share where they are vulnerably? And that's not something you for to evaluate them. That's to say, really, am I a safe place for my partner to share the deepest parts of their heart? That's what I was hearing. Does my partner ever have to doubt or be concerned about how I will respond to them? Yeah. So Laura, she ducks from back under the microphone. (laughs) Can you share like, what was it like for you as a wife to hear your husband share that? I think it was honestly, I think it was a uniting experience for me, honestly, because Mm -hmm. I think that I, (laughs) I don't consider myself an anxious person. I think I'm probably the more anxious person in our marriage about some things, definitely. But I think it was a very uniting experience. So when we moved down to Louisiana after we got married, Mm -hmm. I was working full time and Jordan was in school full time. And so I think some of it was this experience of like, no, I get it. Like mm, I completely yeah. understand what it's like to have the financial burden of the family on your shoulders squarely. And so, so that makes sense. Of course you're nervous about that. You know, even us moving up here, I carry some anxiety about our finances and it's for the different, the opposite reason of, well, I'm not contributing right mm, now. I know that is such, <laughs> and that's yeah. a different kind of weight. And so for mm-hmm. me, it was very uniting for him to be able to, uh, be able to 
share that and just say, this is where a lot of my, you know, this is a lot, this is a weight for me of just, I want to make sure that our family's good. I want to make sure that we're, we're safe, that we have a good future to offer this baby and whatever babies we choose to have in the future. And it's just, it's something that I can, you know, I could just look at him and say, me too. Exactly. And like, you know, then there's, it's hard to, it's hard to stay home because there's, challenges in that, but it would be hard to go to work as, as well. And so it's just, it's yes. hard. Yes. <laughs> it's just hard. Yes. That's- and so to have a husband that's able to, that's willing to do the work and willing to, well, do the work for our family, but also do just do the personal work and figure out, you know, this is what's really going on. This is my anxiety mm-hmm. and be able to share that with me and be willing to, to open up. That's a huge thing. That is amazing. It doesn't matter what you choose. It's going to have its own version of hard. (laughs) Man, there's so much here and I wish we could keep this going. Um, So many good things that we've gotten to hear from them today. But Nicola, like I want you to be thinking about what your excellent point is. But I think the excellent point for me, even as we were thinking about this interview with them and thinking about all the changes that they've made, I think the number one thing I'm working that I'm taking away from this interview is them both being able to talk openly with what they feel and what they need in different places and them being able to be intentional with kind of like those more positive emotions. And then those most, those sometimes like those struggling emotions, like just hearing them say that the security that they have in their marriage bond is what's allowed them to be able to make all these uh, changes in their marriage. Yeah. That's good. And I want to also reload that question. If you haven't thought about it, can you make space like to like even one share your vulnerability with your spouse in those moments, but then to ask yourself the question of, am I a safe place for my partner? Like, can they come to me without a doubt that, that I can respond to them when they, when they share vulnerably? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think your reloaded that question was really going to be what I, I, I tapped into. I love the fact that, you know, when Dr. Harris said that, I never have to wonder how she's going to respond to me cognitively, you know, and I think sometimes that can be the fear that holds us back from really, really sharing vulnerably, like what it is that we're going through, what it is that we're desiring. So again, it's like, how can I cultivate in myself and in our relationship that which is needed for us to show up for each other, that no matter what the transition is into a new work, staying at home or transitioning to going back into the workforce, whatever it needs to look like, how can I cultivate the safe space so we can thrive together? That's good. That's good stuff, y'all. Thank you so much, man. This has been a good talk with you, Harris family. Thank you so much for being here with us. We really, really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way. And check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Visit KLRC.com to learn more about the More Excellent Way.